Craft Beer Radio interview from Saver with Julia Hers of the Brewers Association. So we're here with Julia Hers in person in time, instead of on the phone. How do you feel about what we both consider to be this highly successful event, Saver? Well, it's good to hear you guys feel that it's highly successful because you've been here the whole time. And I think what I'm hearing from everyone here, I mean, 2,000 people in three tasting sessions, first time ever event, is that they want it. They want it back. They want it here in D.C. again, and they want to come back. So, I mean, incredible response. I mean, absolutely phenomenal response. It's the right place and the right time for something like this. This is not Great American Beer Festival. This is totally a different experience, and people received it very, very well. And I'm hoping that most people that walk out here would have said it was worth the cost of admission. I absolutely think so. I mean, we just, we didn't pay, but we can definitely see that it was it was worth it for people who got in here, and people are not leaving disappointed. What I... I mean, like I was telling Jeff before, this was my, the best beer event I've ever been to by far. Wow. I really feel that way. I, wow. I think that it really, not only was it great to have the lottery system, so you got some really small brewers who are just so excited to be here and giving you great stuff along with the food, and the salons were such a great addition, so I think that it really was good. Yeah, it was definitely a coveted spot for the breweries to get in here because you know, it went quick, and after everybody realized what was happening, we had that waiting list of like 20 breweries after, like, oh, we sure still wish we could get in there. So, I mean, who knows how we grow it and in what capacity we grow it, but to hear you say that it's the best beer event you've ever been to is, I mean, amazing, because, you know, how many beer events do you think you've been to in your career? I've been to, I've probably been about 10 or so. I'm not quite sure exactly how many, but it's in that range. I've just been to more, uh, but, you know, that being said, this being said is the best beer event I've ever been to. That's not to say I didn't have some ideas of how you could improve the event. Sure. sure. And one of the things I think is that the the food kind of it, it, it petered out about halfway through each session, and so I think that was probably a problem that needs to be addressed next time. So there's more food available for the sessions. Ordering, ordering is always a you know a mathematical equation. And it's already been discussed for next, next year how to tweak the mathematical equation. And the other thing I would say is that in some way, I think this was still more about beer than it was about food. And I kind of felt like maybe on, on this scale, they should kind of sh- share the spotlight. And maybe we have some chefs to talk to, too, about the food, about how much they like beer and, and pairing that together with the food. That might have been really great to you know, be able to talk to them and say, you know, what are you doing in your restaurant to bring food together with your food. We did have from DC, I never got to meet them in person, the executive chef from Clyde's, who's local, and the executive chef from the Old Ebbett Grill, which, I mean, I amazing institutions in DC. And so, you know, we had Rick Martin from Free State Brewing, who's the executive chef instead of their brewer, and he spoke. So I agree that getting more chefs involved continually is something that we want to see. Um, but they're starting to think about it. I asked Dave Lieberman the question during his salon. So, you know, what can you tell us about the people that you're exposed to? You're in the Food Network world and, you know, you're talking to chefs all the time. Are chefs really into beer? And, I mean, his answer was, yeah, they're, they're, they're paying attention. Yeah, in my opinion, two things. The, the menu... You know, since there was a limited list, it got a little repetitive going around the booths and you see the same thing several times, three, four times. So I know there's crazy logistics behind supplying all the food, but if you can do it, uh, a bigger selection. If you could do it, have the breweries bring their own menu choices 
that's crazy logistics. Some of them did. Some of them chose their own cheeses, but I, I'm list, I hear you. I hear you. And a really minor thing that I think was a bit of a problem is these, these clamshell-shaped um, groups of tables. The ones in the very middle and the deep part, you know, got really crowded. They were hard to get to, but the ones on the end were easier to get to. So I don't know if the clamshell really worked on that great. They're called crescents. Crescents, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what we they need called to them. Correct you. They're called crescents, not clamshells. But yeah, those you know those tiny little criticisms aside, like I think we both really enjoyed this, and we hope that listeners who weren't able to get here to get the sense of how great this was by some of the interviews and listening to the salons because uh, salons were really excellent. There's some really great stuff going on in there. I mean, I, bottom line was education. I think there was lots of education that went on. So thanks for your. I mean, for the time spent and for the input because it's. It's valued and, you know, first time for everything and then there's a next time to improve it. Well, Julia, thank you so much for putting on this show. First of all, thank you for letting us and our listeners come along to, to enjoy the show with you. And, uh, I mean, just my incredible compliments to you. This was really just an incredible event. It was really fantastic. Thanks to craftbeerradio.com. We look forward to hearing the podcasts. Thanks, and we hope you enjoyed this Craft Beer Radio coverage of Savor. To find more, visit www.craftbeerradio.com slash savor. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. Visit www.craftbeerradio.com for more details.